0: I'm Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me weekdays from 10 to 1 on Fox Across America on News Talk 930 KROE, and you better not miss it.
1: First Federal Bank and Trust is excited to announce the First Federal Community Commitment Program.
2: Each week for 52 weeks starting in January, First Federal will select a Sheridan County nonprofit who will receive $1,000 in cash, plus Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget.
1: You can find an entry form at any First Federal Bank location or online at efirstfederal.bank. If you've received a donation from First Federal in the last three years, you're automatically entered into the drawing. Community Commitment, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media, member FDIC
3: tax planning is not just tax preparation with the changes due to tax reform over the last few years you need a tax planner to ensure you are getting the most value for your business we offer advisory services customized to your needs to help maintain financial viability while achieving future goals come see us today parker mellinger focusing on where you're going not where you've been
1: From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday, your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE, that's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric
3: Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, Aaron Linden, Madison Danforth, and this morning we are joined by a special guest, Recycling and Solid Waste Coordinator for Sheridan, Selena parker selena thank you for coming on the show greatly appreciate it
4: thank you for the invite
3: it's it's great having an expert in the room uh that way i can just lean on you <laughs>
5: <laughs> and i don't have to say anything for the whole show no no, no you, you already said. did <laughs> oh dang it
3: <laughs> now uh our poll question this week steve
5: oh yeah i gotta talk don't i uh the question is do you recycle and we had uh, multiple options uh the top response was yes everything possible uh, that was uh, 29% of those uh, responding said that. That was followed by uh, yes, curbside, and drop-off sites. And then the third uh, most popular response was no. Uh, that was followed by drop-off sites only, and then curbside only, and then just the green waste bins. Um, but if you add up all the yeses, that's 82% yeah. that are
3: that are recycling in some way. Well, that's, pretty, that's a great number. I love to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 82% of us, uh, or at least those of us who took the poll, are recycling in some manner. Uh, I shouldn't say us because I will admit I do not. Um, Something that I should take. Planet killer. I should. I should take more action. I really should. But, uh, Selena, do these numbers correlate well? Uh, Are you seeing a lot of recycling up there?
4: We are, and every year it's actually increasing. Um, Thus far, just for this calendar year, um, the community has recycled roughly 5.6 million pounds of items. So it's, it's pretty fantastic. And as I mentioned, it's just going up every year.
3: That is amazing. Now, Steve, do you recycle?
5: Yes. Yeah, I do the, the blue bins, and then I, I take larger stuff if they have large cardboard boxes and things like that. I'll take that to one of the drop-off locations. Yeah. How many
3: drop-off locations are there?
4: Um, we have t- we have three primarily. Um, the one over on Crow Lane by the Recycle Center. We also have one on Brundage Lane in between Bighorn Avenue and South Sheridan Avenue, and then a third on Highland and Fifth across from the hospital.
3: Aaron? Aaron? Do I recycle? Do you recycle?
4: I do.
2: Back when, okay, so this <laughs> goes way back to like the Kinski era when there were drop-off sites. I'm like, I'm not washing my trash, mm. putting it in my car, and taking it somewhere. Yeah. When they started in with the curbside, then I
5: then started you jumped doing on
2: board. It. Yep. Yeah.
5: yeah, I'm in that same boat too. I didn't do much until then. Yeah, yeah. I just i
3: i didn't want to transport my own garbage well <laughs> for and- some weird reason <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the washing thing and i'll come back to that because i've got a question regarding that selena okay. uh madison
6: my mom does i will sometimes forget and she's like put it in the bin oh, okay. everyone needs <laughs> a reminder yeah <laughs> and so i have to take so we have a garbage bin or yeah tr- trash bin and then we have a recycle bin so we have to take that out to the blue bin and then just put it on the curb yeah. and then like uh We do the green waste thing, too.
3: Absolutely. So,
6: like, when we do all the, like, summer, I don't know, making all the yard look nice, we put that all in the green waste, too.
3: Well, if you recycle, give us a ring, 674-4443, or 672-5763. If you don't recycle, give us a call. Let us know why. Uh, I can tell you why I don't. Sheer laziness. (laughs) Uh, And and that's what it is. Uh, You know, I grew up in the 90s. Uh, and i can remember all those commercials in saturday the 90s? mornings that <laughs> <laughs> scares me uh, that was back that. That. History. <laughs> that's history
5: that's history to you B.C., yeah. it's it's hurtful yeah. it's hurtful yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah i remember those commercials during saturday morning cartoons mm-hmm. reduce recycle reuse uh, uh, mm-hmm. you guys remember that little chant that we mm-hmm. all used to do yep. um thanks to uh, network television <laughs> now selena we do have to rinse certain things mm-hmm. um Can I ask why?
4: Because of the contamination factor of it. um, It really just contaminates the item in general. For example, the items you really want to rinse are plastic containers that you get any type of food in. Soda cans are a little bit more challenging, so you just want to make sure that they're completely emptied, so that there's not soda that you put in your container that then contaminates the paper, newspaper, cardboard, and then deems it, unfortunately, unrecyclable.
3: Okay, so as soon as a piece of paper or a piece of cardboard gets soaked up with something, we can't de- We can't reuse it,
4: correct, primarily you know sticky substances like sodas, um, any type of liquids, if it has water that's a little bit different because of course, here in Sheridan, a lot of our bales are stored outside, and so mm-hmm. they're exposed to the elements. so water isn't a huge factor it's more of food particles and um, beverage beverages that contaminate them.
3: God, could you imagine what those bales would smell like if people didn't clean? <laughs> the food off of those items.
4: You actually would be surprised at what a lot of people try to recycle and how that stuff can get pretty stinky. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I, can only I can imagine
5: like a, like a milk carton that's still got a little bit of milk in it. Or uh,
4: right. Uh, yeah. Sitting in the sun yeah. for a
2: month. Yeah. Well,
4: and actually, that's a great point that you bring up because in regards to milk, um, the milk jugs are recyclable, but the cartons are not mm-hmm. because they have a plastic coating on them. So really? If ever you don't know if there might be a waxy coating on it, the best kind of way to test that out is to take a penny or a coin and just scratch the surface and if you get a little bit of a wax residue then it's non-recyclable
3: that's incredible so mm. like those small changes like that just mm-hmm. render it unrecyclable correct uh but we can reuse those those uh, milk cartons they make excellent uh, little containers to start seeds with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we all did that in school S- yeah so how- and
5: haven't done it since
3: no <laughs> right
2: <laughs> how much of The waste, the recycling waste that shows up is unusable.
4: There's actually quite a bit, and there are a few different factors. Um, Possibly not enough education in the sense of somebody thinks, oh, it's a plastic item, but they're not familiar with the triangle that you have to look at the bottom to make sure that it's stamped on an item. So you want to look for a triangle at the bottom of plastic items that has a one through seven on it. I even have the list. If, if, if it doesn't have it, then it's non-recyclable because sometimes people try to recycle, you know, CDs because they're plastic. Yeah. But, and you know, the intent is fantastic, but it's just not something that we're able to recycle at our facility. And such as um, cardboard boxes for pizza. I was down at the recycle center the other day, and we saw quite a few Pizza Hut and Little Caesar boxes. And unfortunately, those aren't recyclable because they're contaminated with grease.
2: Mm. Mm. That Th- makes they're sense. They're contaminated with pizza. Well, <laughs> uh,
3: so once we get our, our, uh, we'll go over those triangles here in a minute, because I want people to know that uh, there is certain different types of plastic that require different types of recycling. Mm -hmm. When it comes to cardboard, after we get all of our boxes and everything broke down and we get it up to the landfill, we bail it. And then what happens to this product? Where does it go?
4: Then what we do is um, we work with our brokers to have it shipped off. And most of our cardboard goes to Wisconsin and Oklahoma and a lot of the cardboard is repurposed to make other boxes as well especially a lot of the large companies such as amazon they kind of have an initiative where they're trying to use a certain percentage of recycled cardboard
3: oh that's good that's good yeah that's
2: great that's why my amazon packages smell like pizza (laughs) (laughs) mine smell like stale milk you're you're doing
3: better than Uh, me oh my goodness so how many times can i recycle one box so Yeah, let's say because a lot of Amazon packages are going to start showing up on doorsteps. And as a lot of people know, they will use a humongous box for a very small item. Correct. Um, So I take this recycled cardboard Mm -hmm. and I can just keep recycling this. Or is there like a a turnover uh, amount?
4: Um, This area is a little bit gray for me in the sense where I know they try to repurpose it at least once more. I'm not sure in regards to the fibers, you know, from just it being processed so many times, how they wind up breaking down to say how long the life cycle of a box typically is. But I would say, you know, you get a box, please, please, please try to recycle it. Um, just because we know that there is at least one more life cycle for it.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. And once you get all this product up, to the landfill you have a team that goes through and and sorts this stuff for us? i
4: love that you, you you mentioned that because it's one of my huge points that i like to kind of you know convey to the community is once it goes to the recycle center we actually have real individuals people mm-hmm. that are hand sorting everything so cardboard oh, wow. doesn't necessarily go on the sorting line um that kind of is just pushed into the baler and made into bales, whereas everything else in your curbside bin is touched by human hands. So we have seven really hardworking individuals that have to touch all these items and sort them to make sure that there's no contamination, that it's the right type of plastic. And then they go into different bins. And then once those bins get full, they get pushed into the baler and bales are made. And then they're set aside for the brokers to pick up and to take to the the mills for further recycling.
3: Mm -hmm. See, there's always somebody in the trenches and if you've never seen that process it's amazing
4: and we actually have a video coming out we filmed a video this week that we're gonna put on social media within the next week or two because during the Christmas um, season we really get an uptick for recycling absolutely and it's really important just to know what you can recycle and what you can't um, like wrapping paper it's not recyclable
3: is that due to the plastic coating on the front a
4: lot of the plastic coating but also there's so many different manufacturers sometimes people put you know like glitter in it or <laughs> metallic yeah, and yeah. it's just such a challenge to try to let people know yes you can recycle this specific thing and it might only be craft paper recycle uh wrapping paper that's recyclable versus just your regular regular wrapping paper um but also it's just really try to be conscious of what you're putting in your curbside bin because you know we, we do have real people going through everything because it's amazing at some of the things people try to recycle
5: yeah, <laughs> I can only imagine. So, uh, when well, you're talking about looking at th- for the numbers on plastic, uh, mm-hmm. oftentimes the container itself is different from the lid, the screw cap on mm-hmm. top. Uh, do you just put all that in there and just let it get sorted out of the end? Or...
4: Great question. Lids actually are not recyclable, and we ask. Really correct
3: sorry, <laughs> <that> just... sorry <laughs> I was like dang
6: it. it
7: sorry
3: that one caught me off guard because well,
4: the type of plastic but also it doesn't have a little triangle on it yeah. letting you know that you can recycle it but a lot of um lids such as for water bottles have mm-hmm. those little kind of rubber plastic inserts and you know can you imagine somebody trying to pop all of those out <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah. my
3: goodness.
5: yeah so toss the cap and put the the container as long as it's got a number on it to... yes please.
3: okay aaron real quick go over those triangles so that uh, folks know what we're talking about all okay.
2: right so on, you know, on, on all of your recyclable plastics, especially, you know, you've got the little triangle with a number in it, 1 through 7. And according to the Eco Strategies group, 1 and 2 are widely accepted, 3 and 4 are rarely accepted, 5's moderate, 6 and 7 are rarely or never accepted. I don't oh, really? know why that is. Maybe you could shed some light on different that. Different
5: polyurethane I would imagine. Yeah, Packs. polystyrene's uh, yeah. Yeah. and that's
2: yeah. you know one is uh polyethylene, two is high density polyethylene, three polyvinyl chloride, nobody likes that apparently. <laughs> um four low density polyurethane, uh five polypropylene, <laughs> six polystyrene, seven polycarbonate. So, there will be a test later. And that means yeah. nothing to
5: any of that <laughs> uh, no, to no,
2: me. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
4: lots of poly, lots of poly. <laughs>
2: but why, why is it though, like, you know, three, four, six, and seven are like big no nos? It's
4: just the way that it can be broken down and repurposed. For example, ones and twos I know are primarily water bottles. And for example, Patagonia reuses water bottles to put into some of their fleeces. So it's really in how they can be reused and repurposed. Also, it depends on the type of market that's open and what mills are able to process them.
3: Mm. Mm. There's a lot of chemistry in plastic, and I'm sure yes. uh, even even just leaving plastic out in the sun can be... I mean, it emits toxins. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible stuff. It. I hate to say it, but plastic is terrible stuff. And we drink out of it. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah right. <laughs> I've
2: always wondered about that. I'm well, like
3: they they advise that if you have these plastic bottles in your car and the sun were to hit it don't drink that water
6: oh, oh
3: i do not drink that water <laughs> too late, late medicine. too late yeah. because... All right. <laughs> that's good to know that sun will break down parts of that bottle into that water and you're putting toxins
5: that's similar to uh microwaving uh, if you have a uh, tupperware or some kind of uh, you know plastic container you're microwaving food in it probably not a good idea either you should probably transfer that to a plate
3: or something. <laughs> I know. Your, your world is being I'm shattered. Die. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing, though. Uh, you know, it's, it's a really useful item, but it is toxic. Mm-hmm. And, and so we've got to keep that in mind. Um, again, you know, m- most water bottles are safe if you've got them in a cool, dark place. So don't worry about that. But some other facts about recycling uh, without exception. Um, recycling is the top action society can do to simultaneously improve the environment, the economy, manufacturing uh, to prevent waste that goes into oceans. Let's talk about what's going into the oceans, because we're hearing a lot about microplastics. Uh, It seems like every generation has got something where we look back on the previous one and go, wow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> now, those of you who lived through leaded fuel can understand that. Right. Uh, it was poisoning everybody. And when a scientist stepped forward and said lead poisons people, everyone thought he was insane. Uh, but it's true. So we started taking lead out of our products. Uh, microplastics, what are they? Does anybody know? Very small. Yeah, Plastics, That's, that would be I uh, what I know. would say, yeah.
5: It's like when the stuff starts to break down and it's, uh, you know, shredded or whatever, it starts to get full, smaller and smaller until it becomes like little fibers. Yeah. And then just these little plastic fibers get everywhere. And
3: now, just like the mercury in the 90s and the 80s that we were finding in our fish, mm-hmm. we're finding microplastics And rice. And uh, yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, we're starting to find this stuff all over the place. Uh, and I heard, and I haven't done a lot of research on this, but there's a giant island. Yes, the plastic island. The plastic island in the ocean.
6: We learn like, about that in like third grade, and they're like, and it's the big, huge recycling unit. And I remember like watching a video of the plastic island and watching all of it. And and I don't remember every single detail, but I remember watching. Just like I
3: want to condoize it. it. It's mm. it's from what I understand, this thing is pretty good size. Yeah. Um and. Man, it just keeps getting bigger. Recycling is in a crisis in the U.S. due to the public confusion about recycling. Um, Selena, what confusion have you seen? I'm, even sitting here with me today, you've discovered that I had no idea why we had to rinse things out. What other confusion, confusion have you seen from individuals uh, like the pizza boxes and stuff like that that you would like folks to know about?
4: A lot of it is really just People not having the knowledge of what is recyclable, especially um, people that come in from larger cities to Sheridan, because in larger cities, you have more opportunity to recycle different items, whereas where we are, it's a little bit more challenging for brokers that can service items that we're able to recycle. One thing that I come across a lot are plastic bags. Yeah. And. The great thing, though, that even though we're not able to recycle them at our facility, the fantastic thing is because of Walmart and Albertson, since they're chain stores and they do a lot of in-house recycling, is that we can recycle those bags at those facilities. But just um, the thing that I would really like people to do is jump on our website, jump on our social media pages, reach out to me, and just find out what we're able to recycle within our community.
3: Absolutely. There's there's a list out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and,
4: and we send it in the, the um, yearly through the, the bills in January to a little flyer.
3: How long have you been up at the recycling center? Uh,
4: almost four years now.
3: Almost four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the changes that have happened in that time? Have you seen other products where when you first started, we couldn't recycle them, but now we can
4: Oh, the biggest change that I've seen thus far are really the plastics, because, um, you know, for several years, a lot of our plastics in the United States were going to India. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, they're no longer, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but they're no longer accepting them. And so in the U.S., we really don't have a lot of options on what to do with those plastics really beyond ones and twos we've been working hard because we want to make sure that we're able to recycle as much as we can within our community for threes through sevens and so there's a mill in canada that we're kind of getting information about that may be accepting those so that they can recycle them further but it's really just not being able to take the full gamma of plastics that we once were able to
3: you know for a period there i can remember i can't remember if it was during covid or beforehand but i had heard that When we ship this plastic to foreign nations, Mm -hmm. it wasn't being recycled. It was just being tossed in the street, tossed in in holes in the earth. Uh, From what you know, was there some truth to that?
4: From what I've just read personally, um, yes, That's what I have heard as well. Ah, As far as within the city, I I haven't heard rumblings of that. Um, But it's unfortunate. And things that I've just learned from an individual is sometimes people say, oh, it's recyclable, it's recyclable. But they're just dumping it in the ocean. They're being irresponsible about it. And when we have citizens call and they're not happy about us not being able to recycle beyond ones and twos right now, the big factor that I always try to kind of express is that, I would rather it go into our landfill that has a huge, super-duper liner at the bottom of it so that nothing leaches into the environment rather than knowing that we're being irresponsible and giving it to somebody that's going to put it in a body of water.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Which brings us full circle back to the GPGP, (laughs) Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Check this out, 1.6 million square kilometers. No. This thing is double the size of the state of Texas. Oh, my god! No. Wow. That's bananas. That, that is insane.
3: So we we should be able to see this from space. I would think so. I'm going to Google yeah. Earth it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> now, but I really want you to think about that. The, the sheer amount of trash that's in the ocean right now. And it looks thick.
2: Like, it's not like just a plastic Surface. bottle. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it looks big.
3: You're inspiring me to start doing my part. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that That's right now. To I think I'm gonna inhabit this thing. <laughs> I think an amusement park could be built on it. Honest to Pete. Yeah. Or out of it. Yeah. If it's twice the size of Texas, a few amusement parks could right? be built on that thing. All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 K or at 103.9 FM. Share it in.
1: into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main
8: in Sheridan. Slick roads are here. Let's get some new tires on your vehicle. Hi, this is Chris Hayden with Hammer Chevrolet. With the recent weather, you've probably figured out your vehicle might need some new tires. Bring it down and let us take a look. We carry all the brand names and tires. If you provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, we'll match it. Find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, we'll refund the difference. Bring your vehicle in and let's get you safely down the road. You can't beat our tire price match guarantee from Hammer Chevrolet. 107 East Alger. Online at HammerChevy.com.
1: Wondering what all the talk is with PEMF therapy? PEMF helps provide your cells with the energy they need to perform. PEMF Wellness can help you recover from injury after surgeries and helps with relaxation and natural energy recovery. PEMF Wellness at 811 North Main Suite 7 is right next door to Powder River Pizza. Contact Aaron today, 752-8117, to learn how you can get 15% off packages from PEMF Wellness Therapy. Gift certificates make great Christmas gifts.
3: Want to give a gift that is sure to please? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Now it's easier than ever to purchase a gift card from the Sheridan Commercial Company. No expiration dates, no service fees, and any amount from 5 to $5,000 if you want. These gift cards are great for employees, clients, friends, neighbors, family members, and even the postman. So come in today for a gift that will be sure to please and never disappoint. A gift card from the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. True value. Help is just around the corner.
4: Shop first.
1: ERA Carroll Realty and Sheridan County Title bring you the sixth annual Hometown Shopping Sweepstakes. This is your chance to win hundreds in gift certificates and chamber bucks from our Sheridan and Buffalo merchants. Shop-
7: Winners get gift certificates from stores like Black Sheep Barber, Expressions Art Gallery, Window Works and more, Blowdorn Lumber in Sheridan, Cheesecake Squared, Urban Thrift, Sheridan Wild Sports Card, Heartland Kubota, EVA Hearing, Clean Air Wellness, and Pride and Groom. Enter daily through December 14th. Go to the contest page at SheridanMedia.com.
3: good morning and welcome back to the jackson electric open lines i'm floyd whiting and i'm here with my friends steve sisson trevor jackson aaron linden and madison danforth and this morning we are honored by our special guest recycling and solid waste coordinator for sheridan selena parker that's the conversation we're having this morning folks recycling uh do you recycle do you uh what to what degree do you recycle? We're going over a bunch of questions uh, regarding why can't we recycle certain things? Why can we recycle other things? And, uh, you know, one of those things is styrofoam. So let's, uh, styrofoam comes in just about every package that contains something fragile. And unfortunately, in the electronic age, there's a lot of stuff out there that's very fragile. So we end up with a lot of styrofoam. Mm -hmm. And uh, since we're going into the holiday season, Selena, why can't we recycle this stuff?
4: We actually are able to recycle a certain percentage of Styrofoam. So the type of styrofoam that we can accept at the recycling center is the hardbound um, styrofoam that's kind of cooler grade that, you know, you could get the temporary coolers in the summer that come with um, electronics or with appliances.
3: So it's a little tighter in its structure. Correct. So, yeah. so it's
4: a little bit more dense. And so once we get a certain amount of that, we actually melt it and mold it down. They almost kind of look like curb stops and we are able to recycle that type of of styrofoam and if you do have it you can drop it off at the recycle center on Crow Lane Monday through Friday between 7:30 a.m. and 2:30 p.m. The type of styrofoam that we're not able to recycle are more kind of like a, the squishy
3: styrofoam like the peanuts
4: and the peanuts and, and the reason we don't take styrofoam in the curbside containers is, as you know, once you break styrofoam, it starts breaking down into those tiny little kind of beadlets. The little
2: beads. that get yeah. stuck to everything. everything. Yes. Yeah.
4: And so um, we, we do recycle that, but we ask that you please take it to the recycle center.
3: All right. Uh now Steve, what about the uh, Christmas trees was the other one we wanted to talk about? Christmas trees. Yep. Awesome. We we can recycle Christmas <laughs> yes, trees. Yes, you
4: can. So we recycle that through our green waste program and there are two different ways that we actually recycle them. We can add them to the compost, so primarily we work with a group um here in town that they use it to make kind of um a dam system for some some fish. Hmm. And oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, so we really try to recycle everything we can. And speaking of Christmas trees, if you have lights that no longer work, hold on to them and take them up to the landfill, and they can be recycled up there in a special bin we have that they take when they take our scrap metal pile.
2: Oh, that that's oh, great wow. to hear. Because I have
4: a lot of those.
2: Everybody <laughs> has that one where half the string doesn't work. Oh, yep. Or right? yeah. we
6: put it on the tree and we forget to like try it, and
7: then it's like. <gasps>
3: We actually have a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line.
7: Good morning. Good morning. I've been recycling everything that's recyclable for probably about 25 years, and I've been here 13 years, so I've been doing this a long time because it just doesn't make sense to throw something into a landfill when it can be properly recycled and reused rather than having a landfill, you know, just piling up and piling up with junk.
0: Absolutely. So,
7: that's that's the whole thing. Now, I called about a couple of other things. I was in Gillette yesterday, and would you believe I saw most of the gas stations for unloaded regular were 275.9, with some of them 269.9. And I'd la- like to ask an open question to the people running the gas stations in Sheridan. Despite the fact that we have the identical taxes that we pay on gasoline throughout the state, that's all uniform, why is it we're paying 50 cents a gallon more for unleaded regular in Sheridan than we are in Gillette?
2: I think I can answer that, John.
7: Now, another thing... I'd like to ask, Joe Biden has been on his high horse lately because he wants to uh, keep Americans, law-abiding Americans, from owning semi-automatic firearms, which have been around since the 1890s, and yet he just released one of the world's biggest arms dealers, illegal arms dealers, who supplies terrorists and Uh, narco-drug traffickers with military-grade fully automatic weapons and rocket-propelled grenades and things like that. We did that in that prisoner swap to get back that WNBA player from a Russian prison. So I'm just wondering why he thinks that it's okay to, to leave a major arms dealer, a major arms trafficker, loose among the the world's population to kill and maim innocent people, yet he wants to punish law-abiding Americans who legally and responsibly own semi-automatic firearms. It seems that his priorities are just a little off kilter.
3: You know, I, I I can't comment on why he's he's going after semi-automatics, but uh, I, I knew someone was going to call about this, and I, I do want to say that... I do not agree with the Biden administration on the trade that just happened. Um, I know it's, I'm probably saying something that's not very popular, but the fact of the matter is that young lady broke the law and it, it's its tough. Putin used her as a political advantage, uh, something that she should have kept in mind. Uh, Whenever you travel to a foreign country, please keep that in mind. And we did. We traded somebody whose freedom now holds about 9 out of 10 chances to cause death to living human beings on a scale that I can't even imagine. So I would agree 100% with you on that. And the whole time, and I haven't done a lot of research on this, so I, I don't want to speak too much out of turn here but there are other prisoners in Russia who are being held unlawfully on, on trumped-up charges that we could have gotten out as well. So I would agree 100% with you on that one. That was a bad trade, and people will more than likely die because of it. Um, Aaron, you said you, you had something about the, the fuel costs. <clears throat> the fuel costs
2: generally... You see higher in more remote areas due to transportation. It costs more to ship it. Like I was just in Jackson last week. Gas over there was 475 because try to get to Jackson in the wintertime. Yeah. I mean, it's just and try and get a long-haul gas truck over there. Same thing applies here. You've got you know, the closer to refineries you are, the less the cost. I was in Houston yeah. two weeks ago. Gas down there was like 212. Because there's a huge bunch of refineries, it's down all over there. the place. Yeah. So it it a lot of that has to do. It's not that, you know, the Sheridan um, gas station owners or whatever, the big conglomerate, conglomerates are gouging on gas prices. It's just it it's like anything. It costs more to ship here. Why don't we get two day Amazon drops? Because <laughs> we can't. We're we're too far away. I don't. My brother it. lives in a place where if he orders it by noon, it's on his doorstep that evening. Yeah. Oh wow because they've got a huge processing facility around there. So it's just, I mean, it's its
5: economics. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember a time when Gillette was more expensive than Sheridan. Every time I've been through there, it's cheaper there than it is here. Right. Yeah. And it's been that way for as long as I can
3: remember. And I, I imagine it's pretty dang cheap down in Sinclair right now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And for that same reason. Mm-hmm uh so thank you very much for your call i greatly appreciate it uh i can't make a comment on the semi-automatic weapons um once again you know i <sighs> weapons and the united states we're but, we're a gun culture
2: you know it's, it's interesting though because you listen to a lot of the legislative leg, legislative <clears throat> people they don't even know what a semi-automatic is right yeah. i mean they think it's like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger, full-on machine gun from Predator. Yeah, semi-automatic, one squeeze, one bullet. Yeah, right. That's yeah. that's every hand, well, almost every handgun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even have a a Smith and Wesson Snubnose 38 wheel gun, but it's a dual action, so I don't actually have to physically cock the trigger. I can just pull. Mm-hmm. It's a revolver, but it's technically semi-automatic. But they get this vision in their head. That it's, oh, it's it's a fully automatic AK-47. No, it's not. Those are illegal unless you have the proper FFL to own that, and that's well documented. They know who those people are. The problem isn't the guns. The problem is the bad people with the guns. How many murders happen in Chicago? It's illegal to own a firearm in Illinois. Bad guys don't care. That's yeah. the problem. Bad guys don't follow rules by nature. That's what makes them bad guys. So, it's it's not the guns. It's the, the culture of crime and the fact that you shoot somebody one day in California or New York and you're back out on the street the next. Yeah. But like you said, for Brittany Griner, I mean, the only other person I heard say what you said was Charlie hurt. She broke the law. I've been saying that for days. I'm like, I'm sorry. I I go somewhere and I break a law. There's consequences to that. Do we trade her for the Merchant of Death? Right, probably yeah. not, unless it's like, hey, we want all of our people back because this guy's worth. A oh lot. yeah, oh yeah. Is is was that a fair trade? Ah, uh, not in my assessment. Not no. even
3: close. No, this was a political move. Totally. Publicity stunt. This yeah. exactly, exactly. This.
6: She's so famous and.
3: And Is she? Because I had
2: never heard of her before this. <laughs>
6: I, I knew of her just because of sports and like growing up, you're, you're watching WNBA and she was like one of the leading factors. And she uh, played at, I want to say it was Baylor University and like they were just amazing. So growing up, I watched her a lot. And so I was like, what? She's in. An- Prison? Like, but, what is happening? And then the trade, I was like, that's not right. You like, know, yeah. Dennis, yeah. Not right.
2: Dennis Rodman used to go pal around with Kim Jong-un, right, right? all yeah. the time. He'd mm-hmm. go to North Korea. If he broke the law there, are, uh, would we make that same trade for Dennis Rodman? They,
6: I don't they can think, think keep so. Him.
2: <laughs> I mean, it just, there's, there's a lot of interesting factors
3: in that. It was a political publicity move. Uh, you know, people calling for it, but... Uh, if if we sat down and really looked at how many American citizens are being held in prisons mm-hmm. across this world, I could only imagine how long that list would be. But one thing, too, that nobody really has talked
2: about or considered is Russia is in the middle of a war, right? Everything. And be, yep. we turn out the merchant of death to Russia, who's actively involved in a war Talk about like triple bad timing. Absolutely, I mean it's it's insanity. Yeah, I don't for a basketball player that got busted with marijuana, weed, essentially. Mm -hmm. Don't take it. Snoop Dogg even says Snoop Dogg (laughs) smokes (laughs) some serious dope. He even won't take it to Russia. He made that comment. He's like, man, I didn't even take it. I'm like, right, because it's against the law. She broke the law. I mean,
3: she broke the law. She broke the law, and we traded. Yeah, bad trade. All right, on that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric open lines on 930K early and 103.9 FM. Share.
1: An electric and you'll see the light maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building maybe it's high efficiency led lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair maybe it's data system wiring irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair commercial residential industrial agriculture above ground below ground Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Is your home ready to keep you warm this winter so that your pipes don't freeze? Have you been putting off some
3: plumbing or heating maintenance? If so, you need to call Wrap Plumbing and Heating to make sure that you are ready for the cold winter months. Call 429-1196 today so that you're ready for tomorrow. Wrap Plumbing and Heating. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek.
0: Okay, true or false? The original Santa Claus actually did have eagle-like claws. That is actually true. You know what is also true? You can get great Christmas gifts at Hando Service Center. Think about a snowplow for his 4x4 side-by-side. Heck, think about a 4x4 side-by-side. There's snowmobiling accessories and Bluetooth speaker systems for his 4x4. Don't forget to remember, Hando's pickup and delivery service on service and repairs. Merry Christmas from Hando, Oh Ho Ho's.
2: No matter what, people need what you bring them. But sometimes a choice has to be made. You can make a safe one. Always expect a train. Know that trains can run on any track at any time in either direction. Understand that trains are faster and quieter than you think. You can stop track tragedies. Never try to beat a train. You are more important than your packages. See tracks? Think train. Go to oli.org.
0: Sponsored by the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, Wyoming Operation Lifesaver, and this station. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Ho, ho, ho from the Health Nut, where they have loaded the store with great gift ideas like pendant crystal light diffusers, soft alpaca hats, mittens, skirts, and sweaters, salt lamps in assorted shapes, aromatherapy bath and shower products, unique Christmas cookies and candy gift sets, African baskets, and so much more. It's the, ah, it's exactly what I wanted shopping place. The Health Nut and Sheridan's Fifth Street Mall.
2: Shop the to Media Christmas Auction. It's online right now. Get gifts for everyone on your list. Dining certificates, check. Spa certificates, you bet. Local retail merchant gift certificates, yep. They're on the Christmas Auction, too. Home and Garden Projects, outdoor fun, it's all there on SheridanMedia.com Christmas Auction. You can choose to be notified if you're outbid. And you can also place your high bid with your initial bid so you don't have to keep checking back it's easy the christmas auction it's live now ho 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 from sheridanmedia.com auction ends december 15th
3: good morning and welcome back to the jackson electric open lines i'm floyd whiting here with my friends steve sisson trevor jackson aaron linden and madison danforth and this morning we are joined by a special guest Recycling and Solid Waste Coordinator for Sheridan, Selena Parker. We've been talking about a couple different things. Um, mainly, we're going to go back to recycling. It is something that is uh, really important for us to do as a society, and, and I openly admit that I don't do it. I don't do it enough. Uh, you know, when I was a little kid, I, I used to walk around and knock on doors and gather cans because it was, it was a nickel. Five cents a can. And boy... We'd spend all day walking around, gathering cans, just to make sure you could get a crunch bar by 3 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) But it was worth it. But it was worth it. And uh, every once in a while, you'd get lucky. And someone would say, yeah, I got a bag of them right here. (laughs) Well, score, score,
2: score. And actually, aluminum cans, out of the top seven things recycled in America, aluminum cans is number two. First is steel. Then we've got aluminum cans. Third plastic bottles, four newspaper, five cardboard, six glass, seven, I was kind
3: of intrigued by, computers and electronics. Yes, that is actually becoming uh, one of the growing uh, items that people are discarding and throwing away, living in the electronic age. Right. You know, that old computer tower. Think about how much material is in that. I know a man who has stock, uh, a lot of stock, in a company that takes the gold out of old electronics, hmm. and it, it is, it's his most profitable venture. Wow. And that's wow. all they do. That, that's all they do. They just remove the gold from electronics. Steve, you are an electronics guy. Mm-hmm. How much gold is actually in this stuff? I don't know,
5: but there's, you know, there's a lot of gold plating on a lot of those connectors and the components, so I, I assume it adds up. Yeah. You know, each individual machine's not going to have very much in it, and the amount of work it would take to extract it just on an individual basis wouldn't be very, you know, profitable. But if you can do it on a large scale, it probably makes make sense. Selena,
3: what about us up here? Do we have anything for electronics as of yet?
4: Yes and no. Um, right now, we're not able to recycle a lot of electronics that have plastic components to them. We just don't have anybody that can service our area or even close to us. So the things that we are able to recycle are the computer towers that are predominantly metal. So anything that is predominantly metal, definitely take it to the landfill and it can be recycled in the scrap metal pile.
3: There's a lot of silicon in that stuff, isn't there, Steve? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty much what makes up a microchip. All those cord. chips, yeah. 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 Is that stuff, for? I mean, what mm-hmm. is it? I think silicon is one of the top elements in... The ground. Uh, you walk outside, get a handful of dirt. You've got silica. <laughs> right. Well, it comes from sand. Yeah. So uh, it, I would think that that's got to be recycled in some way. I don't know about that. I would have to do some research on that. we got a caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric. Open line.
8: Thank you. <clears throat> I wanted to talk about gasoline and grinder. That's quite a comfort. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a metal band. But <laughs> anyway... Uh, John was right on as usual and, uh, about Griner, from what I've read about her, she used to show her hatred of America by getting on her knees during the national anthem. And now that she's been brought home and a Marine was left over there, I just wonder if she loves America now. And the other thing on gasoline, it sounds like you guys don't know this, and hardly anybody does, but back in the 70s, my father and I were putting in a septic system out on Big Goose, and we just got done planting a big cement 1,000-gallon septic tank when they weigh... Well, each half is over a ton, but anyway, we were getting ready to start putting in the leech lines and here come a pickup up the road. And that guy was going so fast, it looked like he was leaving the ground and playing